You can still hear me? You've honestly, you've never been more attractive to me than right now, Kaylee. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> this is definitely the new sounds I'm going to make in bed. Oh. Have you been looking for a new girlfriend since COVID started? <laughs> I, I have. Uh, Kaylee's always, <laughs> always looking for new girlfriends. Always on the prowl. Well, you're from Canada, right, Miss Kate? Yeah. Oh, you guys have COVID there too? Yep, we do. Oh, bummer. Um, it's not so bad in BC where I'm at, um, but in Ontario, Quebec, it is real rough, uh, and so we're taking precautions still. But we're we're doing pretty all right. You're doing good. Yeah, yeah. Like, I was on the ferry the other day, and so we'll figure out how good very soon. Um, but yeah, things things have been all right. All right. <laughs> Don't die. How the hell are we going to find a replacement on such short <laughs> yeah. notice? Oh, yeah. that was, that was oh, mean I'm, even for me. No. I, I'm, I'm the one that's going to be the most at risk. Mm. I'm coming to visit you guys oh, yeah. next week. Oh, I forgot Ooh. about that. Oh, wait, wait what day? Uh, Saturday or Sunday. I'm busy. I'm so sorry. I can't. It's been <laughs> over a year since I've had a vacation of any kind. But I, I did have recovery time because I had my Orky and my FFS. Ooh. Your Orky? What's an Orky? Is that a whale <laughs> species? <laughs> you don't know what an Orkyectomy is. No. Oh, I thought, oh, no. that's yeah. an Orky. I guess I'm thinking of an Orca. Mm, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh. Orky. They remove the, they remove the testosterone factories. Yeah. Oh, like you got neutered? <laughs> <laughs> Basically. Oh, <laughs> Wow. Wait, okay, so when they just remove the, the meatballs, <laughs> does the rest still work? Yes. The, tr- oh, the okay. Twinkie still has the cream. <laughs> well, depending on hormones. I want to make my trans positive uh, like parody movie called Free Testies. It'll be a parody of Free Willy. <laughs> and it'll be really weird when the trans kid at the end of it has two giant testicles <laughs> jumping over his head. As he looks up. <laughs> or she, I guess. I, or they. Who, who knows? Yeah. I don't really know. We haven't written the whole script yet. Yeah. It's a work in progress. We've got, you know, uh, Spielberg's looking at it. Uh, anyway, well, we're all here. And we're all queer. And I'm wearing a white shirt with a black bra. Just like that cake song. I want a girl with a black bra and a white t-shirt. Do I don't remember making that song. Do 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 do. Oh yeah, yeah Kaylee can't remember. <laughs> when did Kaylee release that album? Yeah, well, na, I, I na, missed na, that. Na, na, na. Gosh, I you know, must I, have like been blacked out for that or something. <laughs> in my sleep. Oh. I, I love that. I mean, song. that's what happens when you mix the, the mushrooms and the beer. It just doesn't go well. <laughs> At Citibank. We will meet meet accidentally. No good? Not a cake fan? I don't okay. know what you guys are talking about. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. All right, that's how the uh, podcast goes. And, and that's perfectly understandable. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you aren't part... You just joined into Victoria's weird life in this angle, yeah. so... <laughs> well, should we, should we get to it and do some icebreakers? Yeah, that sounds sure. good. All right. 
Yeah. I'm gonna do you wanna do you wanna start off the hosting duty since it's an official episode, Katie Kaylee, Ooh. and then pass me the uh, leadership? Pass you the mic? Okay, okay. I need I wanna like hold a microphone. You My need phone a is literally mic a microphone throw. right now. Ba, 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 ba. All right. Welcome. I feel like I need to Oh my gosh, everything's falling apart. This is I'm not you're recording the podcast. A, I'm you're recording the podcast on your phone? I, I'm recording my voice on the phone in case my audio on the laptop isn't high enough quality. So that, you I know, like we have some options for you. Uh, Fancy. Kind of waving the phone around probably doesn't help, but, you know. I got backups for my backups and hose and different area codes. Let's do this thing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Come on, Kayla exactly. Cake. All right. That's my life, Victoria. You just described my <laughs> life. Hello, and welcome to We Happen to Be Trans, a pop culture podcast. With guests this time, because that's heckin' cool. Uh, yeah, let's do some intros. Michaela, do you want to go first? Sorry, maybe I'm putting uh, you on the spot, but... Do me, do yeah, me. Wait, yeah. do, do Jen, yeah. do Jen, then okay. do me, then I'll do, and then then I'll do, do me. Mika. <laughs> yeah. And then okay, we'll just okay. all jump in at the same time. Okay, okay got it. Okay, I can <laughs> One, do that. One, two, three, go. All right, Jen, want to ki- kickstart this off? Who are you? What do you I, do? I guess, yeah. I'm Jen Kickles. I laugh at Victoria's jokes and keep the podcast <laughs> amusing in no other way. <laughs> that is not fucking true. at Jen Be Kickles nice on Instagram yourself. and Twitter. Be nicer so to yourself. Yeah. I'm going to cut that. If you're mean to yourself, that's more shit. Yeah. Come on. You're like the last the track for the whole podcast. You, you hold us up. You make us funny. <laughs> I'm the laugh yeah. track. That's my job. I know it. I'm I'm Kramer, and you're the audience. Yes, I get it. Thank you. I'm the canned laugh one. Um. Well, <laughs> there you go. Victoria, why don't you go? Oh, all right. That's the pass. Well, it's here. I'm here. I'm the yep. Mm, Victoria Maximus. And d- how am I doing? Well. I'm on week for something of recovery. It's like maybe three. It feels like 50 years. I've been sitting on my couch. I'm in double quarantine. <laughs> Corona plus boob recovery equals double quarantine. And so I'm extra down trodden. And but uh, how are my boobs doing? They're re- real and spectacular. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And and my one of my nipples is pert. It's very pert. Did you know that's a thing in British porns where where the woman will say, "Oh, let me see, let me do my, my British impression." Oh, hey, lover boy, my nipples are so pert right now. Look at they're so pert. <laughs> that is the most unsexy <laughs> sentence I've ever heard in my life. Look, if you're British or yeah. European. And you're you're in Europe, and you get turned on when it's like, oh, my nipples are so put right now. They're so put. Uh, more power, but boy, did I have to change that channel. I had to return that one to the video store. Uh, well, that's how I, that's how I'm doing. Uh, and with us is a special guest to talk about our very special topic uh, today, which is the teenage mutant. Ninja Turtles is my best friend, Breasty. Breasties with the testies. We're the breasties with the testies, yeah. Because we don't care about our genital 
We like them for now. Uh, Bressy's with the testes. My girl, Mika. Hi. How are you doing? I'm so good. I'm so happy to be here. I was just saying that I'm such a huge fan of the show. Been listening since day one. And I'm so happy to be here. I'm so excited. Aw. Yeah, you've <laughs> well, been... we're glad to have you. Well, yeah. thank you. Aw. This is too sappy. We need to get... <laughs> <laughs> This isn't full house. We happen to be trans. What the fuck? Uh, yes, my name is Michaela uh, or Mika. Everybody calls me Mika. Or for today, you can call me Mika Angelo if you'd like. And you can find me on Instagram and TikTok at Michaelaville. Like Smallville, but with Michaela in front of it. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And that's because Michaela something was already taken, right? Yeah, I originally wanted Michaela's world, but that was taken. Yeah, like Bobby's world. Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm, got it. Does, does anybody remember Wienerville on Nickelodeon from the Not 90s? Not Nickelodeon. No. I think I've no. seen that on Pornhub. <laughs> oh, mm. Well, that, that, that sounds more familiar right there. <laughs> I, I guess I had to watch the, the censored version that was on Nickelodeon. Mm-hmm. They, they must have really cleaned it up. It's a, What was the weird era when they had... When they had, uh, you can't do that on television and uh, salute your shorts on. Uh, Pete and Pete, you can fucking do anything on Nickelodeon back then. So, Mark Wiener, I think that was his name. I wish my last name was Wiener. What? Why didn't you change it? Yeah, you have the power. I have a, I have a kid, and his last name is not Wiener. So who would he? That's, how would people know he was mine? Ram. Victoria, I think it'd be pretty obvious. <laughs> oh, well, you know, Toria Maximus Wiener. I like well, that. You know? Yeah, this has got a ring to it. That's, <laughs> we all that's knew very, that my Wiener that's was very, Maximus. Uh, <laughs> it's very meaning of life, life of Brian of you. Yeah, very, very python We all know. It's very big of me. Large and in charge. Well, we're glad to have you, uh, Mika. Michelangelo. I like that. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, the uh, Probably the biggest fan of the turtles that I know. Doesn't claim to be an expert. None of us here are. None of us here know every single thing. We might get some shit wrong. Oh, we might I'm pretty fuck sure around. I'm an expert. Well, I, I'm, I'm a pro. So, I watched the whole movie, so, you know. Send I, I know a thing all or of two your, now. <laughs> send all of your <laughs> criticism and insults to... Uh, Kaylee.cake at we happen to be trans uh, at at gmail.com. Yeah. That's definitely a real That's link that definitely, you can get to. Yes. Real, real email. Um, but you can also spam right me away. on Instagram because I can block you if I don't like your take on mutant ninja turtles. Um, but Kaylee.cake uh-huh. on the Instagram if you want to get blocked for fun. Woo! Not just kidding. I, I love all, 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 all the messages I get. Well, uh, let's see. So in the meantime, uh, let's do an icebreaker before we get into Ninja Turtles. So my friend was doing an art stream earlier today on Twitch, and he was uh, doing a thing where you could recommend anything, you know, as long as it's like semi-appropriate, you know, uh, for him to draw, okay? So... I recommend he was doing a Sonic the Hedgehog thing, Xena Warrior Princess. But I recommended, and he he didn't do it yet. I don't know if he will. Uh, I want to see Sonic the Hedgehog in an adaption of Lord of the Rings. 
I love because it. Because what is Sonic? Is that the what? shortest film ever made? I want to see him in a fan fiction adaption, One Ring to Rule Them All. And I basically just want to see him going after the ring. And every time he gets injured, the ring flies off of him, like in the video game. <laughs> That's the drawing I want to see happen. <laughs> to, to add to it, I feel like Sonic should be able to, like, whenever he puts on the ring, turns into shadow and is invisible to the, like, in the, in the mm. invisible realm. And then it takes off into the Sonic again. I feel that's a cool, like, duality. Okay. If you... The could... Schmeagol Golem duality? That's actually pretty good. Yeah. You know what? My ideas suck. We're throwing it out. Now I'm <laughs> going to ask you all, what do you... If, if it could be anything appropriate to be drawn, any character mm. doing anything, tell me. Yeah, I got no... I, I got nothing. I got nothing. Just take it forever. Yeah. I, I'm sorry. That's... It's a really important question, and I want to make sure that I'm giving the right, the right answer that will create the optimal happiness, optimal outcome of this art. Because that's what well, art's about. I'm Hitting certainly not optimally outcome. happy right now. Okay. Because my okay. icebreaker broke nothing. In fact, the ice is harder than it's ever been right now. It is rock hard, and nothing could break it. Honestly, hmm. I want to see... Xena showing up on the Starship Andromeda, beating up Kevin Sorbo's character. I like it. I mean, okay. I always felt she needed, I, I, I always felt Lucy Lawless needed to be on that show beating him up. That's fair enough. I like that idea. Anything with Kevin Sorbo and, G and Xena, Lucy Lawless? Let's get Lucy Lawless yeah. and Lucy Lou confused. Mika knows what I'm talking about. Maybe. Yep. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> So I thought it would be cool to see like any like popular video game character drawn as like a senior citizen. Ooh. So like Super Mario, like with the cane and gray hair, mm -hmm. or like Yoshi, just like deteriorating, but you can see his dinosaur skeleton underneath his skin. <laughs> <laughs> Put Sonic in a wheelchair. Yeah. Oh my god! As an old man, Mario is Yoshi. Is Yoshi Mario's wheelchair? That could work. Old Yoshi just trying to support old Mar like Yoshi's yeah. got like a U-shaped like back just broken over years. Well, the ice is the ice is broken, possibly. But we are ready to talk about some turtles, and I'm very mm. excited because I have loved the Ninja Turtles ever since that cartoon with that one theme song. We all know it. It goes um. Uh, if there's something strange in your neighborhood, who nope, are you gonna call? One. Ninja Turtles. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Uh, wrong oh, theme hold song. On. Oh, okay, got it. Hold on. Mm -hmm. Okay, I'm gonna get it. Just, just <clears throat> give me some space. Uh, Ninja Turtles, American hero. Ninja Turtles <clears throat> are there, fighting for freedom wherever there's trouble of our land and sea and air. Ninja Turtles are there. No. No. <laughs> mm -mm. Nope. No, not the right one. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Uh, what about, uh, oh, 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 uh, Teenage Mutant Turtles in Disguise. Oh, yes, that's the one. That's the one. That's the one I needed. Because that, that's, that's not Michael Bay one that, that he did. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Mm -hmm. I mean, that, that's basically what he did. Okay, yeah. no, I've got it. I've got it, of course. I'm a big fan. It's, uh, let's see. Uh, Kaylee Cake leads, Jen Giggles does machines. Uh, let's see. Uh, Maximus is cool but rude, and Mikachu is a party dude. 
<laughs> is that yeah? I like it. Yeah, I like it. <laughs> Great. That that is. Can Gordon. I call you a party dude? Sure. Yes. So let's get into it. We are going to cover. So we're going to do a couple episodes on the Ninja Turtles. Uh, this this first episode, we're going to cover the majority of it's going to be the first movie that came out in 1990. That year's we got that correct. 1990, yep. right? Not 89, yes. not 91, 90. Um, and, and then we're going to just maybe talk a little bit about the second and third movie, less and less as time goes on with those. Uh, and then we're going to do a, a mini-sode of the Michael Bay movies, uh, which some of us have seen and some of us have not seen. Uh, but we've all seen the first Turtles movie uh, at this point. Uh, and in the future, we're going to do an episode on the cartoon series, uh, the the 80s cartoon series. It's the classic one, with all the toys. And then we're going to do we're going to talk about the other adaptions. And then we're going to have a mini sode in the future on the Ninja Turtles coming out of our shells tour. That uh-huh. that uh, old chestnut, that old romp. Uh, Are you sure your audience cares about the Ninja Turtles that much? You know, hey, that's a lot of Ninja hey. Turtles. <laughs> I had a favorite song off that album. Thank you very much. <laughs> oh, yay! I can't wait to get into that, Ben. I didn't know that. Holy shit! Well, I I don't care. I don't care what our audience is into. I'm into the shuttles that much. So you know what? You can come along for the ride with us. Kaylee doesn't know that much about the turtles. What? But look, I'm an expert. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Never mind. It's You're an expert? Kaylee. Okay, what's the name of the red turtle? <laughs> yep, Raphael. It's Raphael. It's Raphael. The Raphael. Red, it's Raphael. The, Raphael. Oh, the one that likes pizza? It's um, Raphael. 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 It's Raphael. George? Oh, yeah, that's, I mean, that's true. Yes. Yeah. No. It's no, not even yeah, close. Maybe? No. You didn't even try. No. Rachel? It's Rachel. Rachel? Yeah. Rachel? Mm-hmm. Rachel, yes. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. And, Pretty, I'm pretty sure. I, I we find out later on she's trans, switches to Rachel. It's per, yeah. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Like you, you, like you haven't read the secret books, so you know. <laughs> the, I would love to find out that Raphael, my favorite turtle. Mm-hmm. Spoiler alert. Mine is too. Trans. Hey. We go. Okay, we need to write a fan fiction. I mean, it's not completely fan fiction because it's true, but you know, we could we could write like a. Ninja Turtles in the <laughs> in the Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Oh wait. Oh. Uh, wait. Is does fan fiction always include like sexual themes? Not always. No. No. Because I've listened to like no. a few different podcasts I mean, about fan don't fiction. Worry. We and can it's include always about... sexual themes, but uh, yeah, it doesn't no, no, have no, to. No, no. But we will, of course. I mean, why wouldn't we? <laughs> <laughs> fan fiction for you, Mika, is always a little, uh, you know, hot and heavy. Yeah, it's adult themed, but I can't imagine Ninja Turtles like having sex. I mean, they're turtles. They're turtles. Have turtles you ever have heard sex. an actual it doesn't work turtle? Very well in the first place. You ever actually heard an actual turtle have sex? No. Yes. So there's like YouTube videos over there of like this turtle who's like going going at it at like this work boot, and they make this <laughs> this noise. It sounds like, oh, and that's what, the, that's what the male turtles sound like. <laughs> People from our show are gonna loop that noise yeah. that you just made. <laughs> wow! 
Um, and um, oh boy! So can you can you just That's imagine great. a Ninja Turtle like just <laughs> in his room and you hear <laughs> and so like Splinter's gonna be like. Oh, that's a my boy. <laughs> oh, that's a my boy. He's Italian now. Oh, that's a my boy. <laughs> now, okay. Here's here's what I here's what I want to know. Maybe this should have been the icebreaker. Do you think? Because they're teenagers, so they're hitting puberty, right? I mean, I don't want to think yeah. about them as being sexual, but you know, they're they talk about being hot with uh, April and stuff. Yeah. Do they? Do you think? Because they all live in that one sewer. They don't have their own rooms. Do you think that to masturbate, they go inside their shell and just like have a time? Like they, like you just see like an like a shell in the corner. But <laughs> like but April's like, hey, where's Donnie? And it's like, oh, he's over there. Uh, he's just in a shell. He'll be in a shell for a little while. Uh, and she's like, oh, yeah, he, he'll be in there for you know, a little bit. He did. <laughs> uh, he just watched but, Baywatch. But that would so. be that would be like getting off in like own pants or something you gotta wear that shell later and i don't know about that (laughs) well do you think that do you think that when they sulk like if they ever pout and have to like like because they can't go they're like (gasps) splinter's like go to your room you're in timeout that they just like go in their own shell and just sit in the corner Mm -hmm. is that like timeout for the turtle you're, what about you, Mimika? You're the fan here. What, what? I'm not sure that would work. I mean, in the movie, Michelangelo's head goes into his shell. But I know, like, scientifically, like, it's full of, like, ribs and guts and blood, and it'd be pretty messy, like, all around. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think it's possible. <laughs> I like the words you're saying right now. I think I'm picking up what you're putting down, Michaela. And uh, also... Well, the, mm-hmm. the sewers would have so much room that, like, you can go for a walk, get away for a bit, I think, probably. I very know very a lot about sewers and, you know, the room in them, but I, I, I would think. And then yeah. you just hear echoing from a distance. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you know what they say when the shells are rocking, don't come and knock Yeah. Uh, well, let, so so let's kind of go around a little bit and and talk about our familiarity with the turtles. I just just real 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 quick. So, uh, Kaylee, you you've never seen or watched or heard anything about them. Like you had heard I of them, a, maybe. Uh, I am a professor on Ninja Turtles, uh, you know, history, and I've taught. I teach a course on, you know. Oh. Yeah. No, I know nothing. Okay, you know nothing. Yes. But you have seen a movie, but I have the seen movie, a movie that we're going to talk the about. The movie. Okay, so this is yes. your first experience. You were a turtle virgin. Yes. And now you have been turtle deflowered. Now, uh, I do not like Jen. <laughs> all right, Jen. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. Jen. Uh, you're pretty familiar with the with the Ninja Turtles, right? You watch the cartoon, yep. the movies. Uh, read several. Uh, um, never read the original Mirage, but read a lot of the Archie comics uh, run of Turtles. Um, seen the movies, seen the TV show, seen the second series, parts of the third. Um, seen the really bad Michael Bay movies. I I own all three in a DVD box set of the original three. Wow, the good ones. Hashtag and TMNT, nerd. the animated sequel that didn't do so well. I hey, I'm, I I feel you on that. All right, so uh, yeah, Mika, what's your I mean, you're the 
You're the fan. We had you on as the guest for this one. Uh, makes sense. I've seen your shrine. Yeah, I uh, I collect Ninja Turtles. I've been a fan since the original cartoon came out. Uh, I believe in the '80s. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was a fan of the original three movies. Uh, I never really saw the second cartoon, but I did see the Nickelodeon uh, CGI version of the of the turtles, which is probably one of my favorites. It's actually really good. Uh, and unfortunately, I did see both Michael Bay movies. Um, but yeah, I, I collect the toys. I play the video games. Uh, even today, I have a shrine of Ninja Turtles in the corner of my apartment, and it's filled with Ninja Turtle toys that my kids know they're not allowed to touch because they're my toys and not theirs. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I even have the original uh, graphic novels, uh, first edition, but the, I didn't the realize they would be worth something today because they're all torn up and scratched, and I used to draw a lot from the comics, so they're kind of like really worn, but I have them somewhere. Yeah. They're for you, not for anyone else. Yeah. Now, now, how many times per day do you make your children uh, kneel in front of the shrine to pray? Uh, just before dinner. Oh, oh, that's that's nice. Yeah, it's uh, but that's reasonable. Yeah, you're, reasonable. Non, you're yeah. a non-practicing tur- turtle light. <laughs> I get it. Non-practicing turtle light. That makes sense. You just go to tur- turtle temple every, you know, Easter's and. Christmases, I get it. CEO, she's uh, yeah, she's a turtleite CEO. Christmas and Easter only. Well, that's that's a big fan. That's that's a big fan. That's a bigger fan than me. I would say I I've seen the the eighties you know into nineties cartoon. I have seen the three the, the original three movies that came out um, and played the video games. Uh, that's about it. I hated that Nintendo game. The oh, the original the Nintendo power, game. The Let's not even go. That's a whole other thing. Maybe we need to have another That's episode a whole of other Turtles topic. video games. We'll just games. leave it at that. <laughs> we'll see how this goes. This might be an ongoing ser- series. It's Turtle Mania. It's the 90s, 80s all over again. Uh, yeah, my fandom has has carried. I had the toys. I had I, I, I played with them until I was maybe six years old. I always thought they were super cool, but then I kind of moved on to X-Men, Spider-Man, stuff like that. Um I, I never thought that the turtles were... I mean, it it kind of got a little silly when they started doing, like, the dino sets and stuff. And I remember my little brother got some of the, like, some of the figures where it was, like, basketball playing Raph or Donnie or whatever. And I was like, mm, I'm good. Like, it kind of... <laughs> I had all of those. That's so cute. Aww. I, I was becoming, like, a little... Like a little bratty kid, you know, I was like, I was like, mm-hmm. I'm too cool for the turtles now. But then I came back and I was like, actually, the turtles were always cooler than me. Uh, so I, I redeemed, I paid my penance. I, I, I prayed in front of that shrine. I asked for, for turtle, for turtle forgiveness. Um, so let's get into this. Let's get into this movie. Kaylee, Mm -hmm. we're going to start with you. Uh, I, without any of our take on what we think of the movie, because I think, look, we all love it. So try to be, be honest. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm, don't, don't gut us alive. Okay. Uh, we oh, would like to maintain a fan base, a and we'd also okay. like to not hate okay. you. So, so oh. you know. <laughs> but I thought I'd burn that bridge with the, my Steven Universe talk. Um, okay. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. You've only lost the great. You've only lost the guardrails. The bridge is still there. Okay. Phew. That was one Phew. of my favorite episodes, by the way. The Steven Universe. <laughs> 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 argued. Well, yeah. now we're gonna have more arguments to come. Mm-hmm. I mean, well, go anyway. Go ahead. We'll, we'll yeah, just listen to your yeah. take on watching turtles. So, so I started the movie and I was confused for the first like 
10 minutes or so, so, or like the intro, I was like, this seems kind of dumb. I can't believe I'm going to have to sit through a whole movie of this. Um, and then the, the turtles were introduced and I was like, oh no, they're so dude bro-y. Like this hurts my ears. This like, <laughs> excellent, dude, yeah. Um, <laughs> I was so not feeling yeah. it. I was like, oh no, this is going to be so like cringe and is going to have like a bunch, like probably some toxic masculinity in it and stuff that's just going to like irk me. And so I was, I, I, I was pretty down on, on the turtles uh, in the, in the beginning. Um, and okay. then I, I, but I kept watching, of course, to prepare for this podcast because you know I wanted to talk with all of you and you know it's always a great time so I, I kept watching and the more and more I, I started to just like relax into it and realize just like the the dude broiness was actually really wholesome after after a bit like once my ears adjusted uh, it was actually like just like okay this is kind of just like cute and nice and like weirdly wholesome and just like this like we all care about each other type of way and there's very little like taking each other down or like how oh, there there wasn't like drama between the turtles very much if at all and like they like they were there and I, I appreciate that. I, I like that that they're wasn't like I find often there's like needless drama thrown into a lot of shows and movies, and so it's nice to kind of like bypass that a little bit and just have like this them being wholesome. Um, and at first, not many of the jokes landed for me, and then a, a few started to, and then by the end, like I was laughing along with it. Because like when the ninjas come up to, gosh, I can't remember her name now. Um, but when the ninjas come up to her and she's like. Oh, am I late on my Sony payments? That was freaking hilarious. <laughs> and there's a bunch of a bunch <laughs> of jokes like this really started to land for me. And by the end of it, I was really enjoying it. And like it was it was just a good, like, wholesome, entertaining watch that, you know, I felt good after. Um, and just like enjoyed. A couple like things I really loved was the kids' underground, like, gambling ring area where they have, like, a skateboard, <laughs> like, park that's elevated and going through it is, like, heckin' yes, I want that, <laughs> like, now. And, like, some of... It was interesting, kind of, like, these are, like, you know, the downtrodden kids or the, the troublemakers, and they're, like, gambling and smoking cigarettes and stuff. And I found, like, the portrayal of these <laughs> kids, like... Like, uh, obviously, it was, like, you know, what the parents kind of feared that their children would get into. But it was also, like, portrayed in a really cool way that, like, that genuinely, genuinely looked fun. And, like, I don't blame any of those kids for being there. That sounds like a, looked like a fantastic time. <laughs> and, <laughs> like, you get karate lessons on the side and get to smoke. I guess, I, I'm not into smoking, but into, like, gambling. Like, that's... That's pretty oh, me, cool. Me neither. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, that was, that was a blast. Uh, yeah. And the, the music, uh, where it's like that 90s music that, like, is just, oh, do, hilarious. Do, 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 do. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, yeah those like, kids those kids feel? are jamming out to MC Hammer. Yeah. I was like, my right? body is my body. Take it where I want to. Pump it up, party. And like they're freaking skating my mind. Here's my mind. It's freaking awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I want to play narc. I want to play narc and smoke while like right? while drinking and skateboarding and listening to MC Hammer. Yeah. Yeah. Right? It looks fantastic. Like that that's the dream. Can I ask you as a first timer to see in this movie for the very first yeah. time? Can you buy into these characters as real characters, or could you just really just see them as grown men in these turtle suits? <laughs> um, I didn't buy into the characters much. I I think partly because I didn't know their personalities at all, and I feel like they all the turtles kind of blended together for me. Um, the one that stood out was. Oh, the the one with the side that loses it at the beginning. Um, Rachel. Raph. Rachel. No, Rachel. It's, it's, okay. Ra- Rachel. Ra- yeah. Um, yeah. Raphael. So. Let's 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 get off the Rachel train just so we don't confuse the shit out of every oh, single okay. person listening. <laughs> that, Raphael is the red turtle. He's the yeah. one with the attitude issue, but he's he's <clears throat> he's definitely got the most personality out of all of them yeah. in that movie. I do have to say. Yeah, exactly. So you bought into him the most. So yeah. Okay. So like I, I was buying into him uh, a, a bit and like I, I saw him as his own character. Um, the blue turtle also stood out a little, like a little bit as kind of like a wiser turtle from what I saw anyways. Um, and But that that was kind of the only difference I could tell between them. And so they kind of, right. they're kind of like one whole character in my mind, um, uh, as as far as I could tell. And I kind of wish I had, like, there'd been a bit more to get a feel for what they're all like. Um, but, yeah, yeah. And so, for, for like, cool. characters in that, the rest of the cast kind of carried that a lot more, I felt. But it was still, like, fun. And... I am really impressed with whoever was doing those stunts in those costumes. Like that, that's amazing. That's, that's a good job. <laughs> uh, fucking greed. Yeah. So the costumes are actually made by Jim Henson's company. Uh-huh. Hmm. And yeah. actually the guy who, uh, voice originally voiced Elmo in Sesame street, uh, puppeteered and did the voice of master splinter, the rat. Whoa. Yep. Cool. Yeah. So, Let's let's see. Without our input here, or, or, or much of our input here, mm-hmm. Kaylee, uh, as a first-time viewer, someone who's a bit younger, never got into the turtles, mm-hmm. watching this, did you, you? It sounds like you ultimately enjoyed your time. Would you? Mm-hmm. Would you recommend it to other people that haven't seen it before, or people mm-hmm. uh, even in your age, you know, younger age mm-hmm. generation, or older, or or do you just think it's it? Like, are you glad that you that this that this podcast got yeah. you to watch it, or yeah. is it is it just kind of like, oh yeah, I'm I'm glad mm-hmm. it wasn't as shitty as I thought it would be, <laughs> and I wouldn't watch it again, but mm-hmm. I did, I'm glad I did it for the show. Yeah, but what do you think? I, I'm I'm glad I did it for the show. I don't know if I'd watch it again, um, but it it filled a spot that has been lacking in my watching routine i guess um watch watching habits of like filling this space where it just was like oh it's like laying my brain on a pillow if that makes any sense at all or maybe i'm crazy but just like 
it was both soft and like it was just a cozy nice watch which i feel like i tend to avoid or i like maybe i get too deep with stuff uh and i want like something with so much like substance and stuff behind it and i felt like this kind of pulled me out of that a little bit from what i was used to and yeah. gave me like a nice just soft like this was just nice and enjoyable and my brain didn't really have to work to put together a complicated plot or anything but it's just like yeah wholesome and felt good yeah and so I, i'm glad i watched it in the end yeah <laughs> yeah this isn't inception or eternal sunshine yeah. <laughs> of the spotless mind this is you know we're not mm -hmm. looking at some deep psychological thing this is yeah, the, this yeah. is the teenage mutant turtles but mm -hmm. for a children's movie Mm -hmm. All right. Well, we'll we'll yeah. There's some stuff going on, like it, for, sure. for a children's movie in the early '90s. This movie is pretty fucking dark. It's super dark. Mm -hmm. Very it's true. It's yeah. So and yet, this is the Archie Comics era of the Turtles, mm -hmm. not original Mirage, and it keeps that darkness going from mm -hmm. the original Mirage. It, hmm. from what I understand, the original comics. Uh, the turtles, they were not different colored. They were all had the same mm -hmm. red. They were all red, right? Red bandanas. Or oh, was that black and white? Black um, and white? Okay. It, it was black and uh, white. And when they did put color, they all had red bandanas. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So, okay. So both of those are, are accurate to a certain extent. Um, but it's, it's pretty violent and dark, right? That's not kitty cutesy, right? Uh, yeah, it's very dark. They actually, like, kill Shredder in the very first comic. Like they stab him with wow. Leonardo's yep. katana. Whoa! Yeah. <laughs> Why He's am I not reading this? Just cut it. Just run him through. No problems. Okay, it's actually it's okay. It's so dark. I used to watch the you know the '80s cartoon, and I think my grandma got me the original comic books, and it used to give me nightmares because the comics were so dark versus the cartoon, and I used to have nightmares that the turtles were like actually trying to get me. <laughs> Oh, oh no! Yeah. How did you stay oh, no. such a big fan? <laughs> and, and, That's crazy. Yes, Mika is correct. It is Kevin Clash, the Hi, I'm Elmo, Elmo. Not the original guy from before that point, or the new guy since um, HBO bought Sesame Street. That is much more than I ever wanted to know about Elmo. HBO but... bought Sesame Street? <laughs> yeah, HBO owns Sesame Workshop now. Did they add it to like, their HBO After Dark line? <laughs> Oh no! It's like that, no, no. That would have like they would have to buy Avenue Q to do that. Okay. <laughs> it's like that Family Guy sketch where it's like Bert and Ernie, and they're like sharing a bed, and they're like, and he like Bert gets out of bed, and he's like buck naked and smoking a cigarette or whatever. And he's like Ernie, uh, and he's like, oh Bert, I hate it when you get mad, Bert, or whatever. It's like you're like fucked up. I get to see that wong, the freaking HBO logo popping up. Yeah, it's like you watch Kirby Enthusiasm followed by. Sesame Street, Sesame Life on the Street. I think that's what the Family Guy vid is called. <laughs> that was, uh, that's, that's what it was. Anyway, but yeah, this movie is definitely not the cartoon. Uh, no, at all. Um, but the cartoon, the cart, the cartoon cuts apart far more foot soldiers than the movie. Robotic foot soldiers. So we we grew up with this, uh, Jen, Mika, and I. We grew up with this movie. I watched it like five billion times when I was a little kid, and then I watched it here At and least. there throughout. And it's always held up. But uh, uh, VHS, you remember those? Mm hmm. <laughs> and yep. it had the turtles com like coming out of the like sewer sewer uh, like manhole cover or whatever, yeah. and you yeah. just saw like their faces. Yep. 
Uh, you watched this recently as well, Jen. And then Mika, you and I watched yep. it this past week. Yes. And it still held up. I don't know how you ladies feel. I, I, I think yeah. the only thing dated in it were some of the pop culture references. Yeah. Yeah. You know, there, calling, there out, you know, calling out specifically a couple <laughs> of people like, oh, yeah, mm-hmm. that's just Patrick Swayze. I'm like, Patrick Swayze doesn't hold up anymore. <laughs> yeah. He hasn't for a few years. <laughs> well, he's, yeah, he's not with us anymore. So mm-hmm. I don't know how, how yeah, relevant hasn't, someone hasn't who's held not with us for a few be. years. <laughs> it did hold up quite a bit, but I wasn't sure if that was like just because it was so nostalgic to me from growing up. That's why I was so excited to hear what Kaylee thought of it since she, you know, mm-hmm. coming into it fresh. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So definitely, the, I noticed the pop culture things where there were just name drops that I had no idea <laughs> about and um, were clearly supposed to get a laugh <laughs> and uh, just like, what? Um, but I thought it held up like really well. Like, oh, it, it's. Like some some movies and shows like really date like super fast, and I felt this one held its own really well. Um, mm-hmm. I found some of the like shots were like too dark or like weren't weren't as clear as they could have been, or like modern filmmaking might do it. Um, but I thought otherwise, like it held up and just like oh, like I said, it was kind of just like so fun that i wasn't like worried about any of that after after a point where it's just like um i'm just on this silly ride and the rest of it doesn't really matter and so it held up in the sense that it didn't like nothing that would have dated it really caused any issues at all where it was all just kind of swept under like out of the way because because it's just a little like coast down unenjoyable river to put imagery oh, yeah. to it yeah <laughs> yeah yeah you get real descriptive with this yeah. shit damn Chipping i feel like you're about to write an like essay warm. that's like friggin yeah like write a you, like a poem overachiever it. yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> i enjoy my time and i do think the same thing mika it's like does this movie hold up because i loved it so much when i was a kid but there's a lot of stuff that i watched when i was a kid that doesn't hold up uh that I'm pretty critical of, and I just, I, I, I just still get so impressed with, with, uh, just it tells a very tight story. Um, well, so for those that that don't know, maybe we should explain a little bit of what the turtles are, uh, because some people might be listening to this and might be like, okay, I've heard about the Ninja Turtles. What the fuck is the origin story? Uh, and. I don't want to put you on the spot, Mika. Do you want me to describe this, or do you want to do you want to go over? Uh, do you want to give us your little uh, type five? Yeah, go ahead. You can you can take it. Uh, so my son asked me the other day to explain to him what the Ninja Turtles story is. So I tried to explain to him the basically the basic premise of the movie uh, and the way that the turtles became who they are, and it has to do with uh, there was a rivalry between. Uh, two dudes in Japan, uh, Hamato Yoshi and Oroko Saki, uh, they fought over the the affection of a woman. Isn't that always the way? And uh, basically, Hamato Yoshi got the girl, moved to America, got a job, building a life. Oroko Saki didn't like that, came over to America, killed the girl, and then uh, killed 
uh, Mato Yoshi. And Hamato Yoshi had a pet rat that, uh, I guess, learned martial arts from watching his owner. Like rats do. I much prefer the other origin of Splinter. <laughs> yeah, we'll get to that. Uh, now, now, the rat, uh, upon seeing his murdered master, jumped and, and scratched Rokosaki's face, uh, sending him off into uh, the night uh, to never be seen of again, or so he thought. Uh, so the rat went on to live the rest of his life in the sewer, uh, but came across some turtles that were in a radioactive ooze, you know, like you do, uh, when you're walking around those sewers in New York City. There's a little canister, uh, the turtles and, and the rat, his name is Splinter, grew and grew in intelligence and in size and basically became very humanoid and intelligent enough to be able to carry themselves and speak language and splinter using his martial arts knowledge taught them how to use it and to fight crime in the shadows kind of like batman and not be seen and not be known because as he says the outside world would fear them they fear what they don't understand which is very relatable uh and <clears throat> essentially at after that point uh rokosaki the murderer uh goes and starts his own gang, continues his gang, called the Foot Clan, uh, in New York, and basically takes teens who are, like, wayward teens. They're like, hey, the he's basically like, hey, uh, don't feel like going to the YMCA after school? Come over here, kids. We've got, <laughs> we've got arcade machines, skateboards, and MC Hammer. What do you think? And the kids go, yeah, hell yeah. Oh, shit. This is the best. And then they play poker, they smoke cigars, smoke cigarettes, and they learn karate, like Kaylee said. Uh, but they life. also have to steal. Yep. Oh, that's the life. Uh, they also steal electronics uh, for the Foot Clan to support them, make their money. Uh, they are getting exposed by a local reporter named April O'Neill. Uh, and so basically, they assault April and say, shut the hell up about like revealing our secrets don't expose us stop it and the turtles come in and save her from from being assaulted and get into it with the foot and it comes to a head with splinter at the head of the turtles and shredder at the head of the foot uh that's very much in a nutshell correct me if i'm wrong yeah that was pretty on point thank you so, yep would question. you say the ninja turtles origin story is as well known as something like Batman or Superman or like not at all Forrest Gump. No, no, no. or I... Forrest Gump. Forrest Gump. Everyone <laughs> knows Forrest yeah. Gump's story. That's I remember no, that. Mar no, I remember you that don't Marvel know card. Forrest Gump's it was story. like you know, all the Marvel trading cards. It was like uh, the origin of Daredevil, the origin of Hulk, the origin of Wolverine, the origin of Forrest Gump. Yeah, that was great. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that time he wound up on an island full of cannibals was amazing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, Forrest Gump's, uh, that Forrest Gump's story is amazing. The, the Adventures of Young Forrest Gump. That if you have not was... read the book, you do not know what I just referenced, and I'm sorry. I have no fucking clue. <laughs> yeah, no, lost. <laughs> he went into outer Forrest space Gump. with the first female astronaut, not Sally Ride, crashed somewhere out in the Pacific... When they came back down to Earth, and 
She married a cannibal who helped them escape while he got to an old military base. Are you telling me that what? there is that there's a book series of the continuing no, adventures of four? Hold on. You're telling no, me right now, Miss Giggles. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. Shush. You're telling me right now that there are the continuing adventures of Forrest Gump. There's a book, and it's amazing. That's nuts. <laughs> is it called The Continuing Adventures of Forrest Gump? No, no, just Forrest Gump. What came out first, the just movie or the book? The book. Why didn't? Why Whoa. wasn't that in the movie? That'd be yeah. super cool. <laughs> that was amazing. I want to see Tom really? Hanks flying to outer space. Oh shit, that's Apollo thirteen. Yeah. Uh, well, I want to we see Tom Hanks meet a cannibal. Included in Forrest Gump. <laughs> well, you said an island with cannibals. I thought you were talking about Castaway. I thought you were confusing your Tom Hanks movies. Yeah, <laughs> or like not. Joe versus the Volcano, or one of those weird Tom Hanks movies that nobody ever watches or talks about. Turner and Hooch. No. Uh, <laughs> I mean, we all know Tom Hanks movies are focused on us watching him pee, but that's not the topic of tonight's episode. That's true. <laughs> I could watch Tom Hanks pee all day. <laughs> in fact I, i'm gonna make that my screensaver anyway <laughs> what were we talking about how forrest gump met the ninja turtles all right uh probably <laughs> <laughs> well it, it past all that nonsense um i do not think that their origin is as known no mm -hmm. uh a thank you for that tangent though uh mm -hmm. i i think it's a little more complicated and there's two Two different origin stories, right? The 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 cartoon has a different origin. Yeah, but I mean, the basic origin is that uh, the rat finds the turtles, and they're an ooze, and then they transform. I mean, I think that's pretty. Uh, mm -hmm. You know, okay. across all uh, versions of the turtles, I think that's more or less what happens. Mm -hmm. Okay, I'm I'm definitely familiar with that one. I was less familiar with the whole rival ninjas and yeah. and that. Yeah, the basics, the turtles are in the ooze, and so is Splinter, and thus you have Fantastic. humanoid turtles. That, that's yeah. the one I knew. Yeah. <laughs> Do the turtles come off to you as teenagers at all in this movie? Because to me, the way they act, I would say like early 30s. <laughs> they don't act like any teenagers I know. Like they're not they don't have acne on their face. They're not like we said earlier, they're not jerking off in their shells in the corner or anything like that. Like if they were real teenagers, that's what would be going on. I wanna see the, the sequel to coming out of our shells to her jerking off in our shells. Oh, that's how teenagers act. We're gonna act that way, but they're copying the 30-year-olds, not the teenagers. They're <laughs> Like, maybe, like, 30-year-old parents trying to act like their teenage kid. They're like, yeah, bro, I'm still down. Uh, now, maybe early 30-year-old dudes, dude bros, who still live in their parents' basement? Like, adults that grew that never grew out of being teenagers? Does that sound? The, that makes sense. The, the turtles reminded me a lot of, like, some dudes on, like, a hockey team, like... I, on like a hockey trip somewhere and they're hanging out in the hotel and they're like a little free from their parents just because they're not in the same room as them and they're like dude bro let's order a pizza and stuff they kind of they kind of felt like teenagers to me in that way um now i thought mm -hmm. i thought hockey that what mm -hmm. a weird place to go to and then i remembered mm -hmm. you're in canada yes i don't and like this also casey jones <laughs> casey jones was a pro hockey player Oh yeah, he right. Meant, it's right. it's a it's a 
the tail end of a conversation you catch in the movie. Oh yeah, but okay. In yeah. the comics, he's a he's a he's a former hockey mm, player. That famous comic, uh, Forrest Gump meets Casey Jones. I remember that one. Uh, <laughs> yep, so it was a great one. So Mika, um, uh, any other takeaways? I mean, how did it come off to you? What what are your other takeaways? Um, just the movie in general was so good. I when I was younger, I remember Secret of the Ooze being my favorite Ninja Turtle movie. But now that I'm older, I definitely. Definitely love the first movie so much more. Uh, it's just uh, the story's much better. There's a lot more action and fighting and and just the cinematography. It's just a lot cooler, I think. And the turtles are definitely more differentiated in the first one than they are in the second or third. And I think the costumes are so much better in the first movie, too. Oh, yeah. Big oh, yeah. Time. Oh, yeah. And they did this they... thing. I noticed they like would wet the shells or like they would wet under... Master Splinter's eyes or his nose to make it look a little more realistic. And mm. all that stuff is like really cool. I noticed a lot more yeah. stuff uh, viewing it recently than I used to notice as a kid. That's, that's really good catches. Uh, you mentioned the, uh, the differentiations between the turtles, Jen, and that, and Kaylee, you mentioned that as well. Raph definitely is the, is the main turtle the main character in a lot of ways uh in this in the first movie for sure i mean it is a lot of it is raf's story right we follow him more than any of the other turtles um and and then leonardo uh you know they have their rivalry you know between the leader and the you know like you're not my real dad basically and raf's like i'm gonna go kick you know do some moves on the roof yeah where everybody can see me uh and <laughs> And uh, the ones that kind of blend together, but I kind of love it. Freaking Don- Donatello. So that's the purple bandana one for those that don't know. And, and Michelangelo is the orange uh, bandana. Uh, they're f- they have this like super best friend buddy r- friendship in the movie. <laughs> yeah. That is so cool. I made me, I was like, man, I want, I want a relationship like that. Like Raphael's my favorite turtle just because he's like a badass and he's like an asshole. I don't know. He's cool, but like sometimes I don't even know why he's my favorite, but he just is. And and I try not to overthink it. You know, it's the turtles. Leonardo is like nobody's favorite unless they're like the asshole kid that tries to like control everything and is like and is like, okay, now let's divide into teams like this and this. And it's like, all right, man, come on, like stop trying to take charge. Nobody likes you, but. Donatello and Michelangelo in this movie, they're always like, they're like, oh, Raph's and Leo's fight. And then they're like, what are you thinking? Kitchen? Okay. Let's kitchen? Go. Yeah. I'm like, kitchen. Oh, oh, that's so yeah. cute. Like, that's, they're just, they do like chilling with each other. They have a similar sense of humor. They're like mm-hmm. watching cartoons together. I'm like, man, I want a movie surrounding these two. I want like, I want like Donnie and Mikey's excellent adventure. Like, I want their own little movie with them to like, <laughs> getting stoned and eating pizza and like going on some wackadoo freaking. I want Mikey and Donnie go to White Castle like <laughs> experience. That'd be awesome. The, the Donnie Mikey dynamic was great. Um, I, a few, a lot of the things I thought were amusing is that it's Mikey that says pizza the first time. Oh, yeah, of mm. course. I mean, he's the most. They all love pizza, but he loves pizza the most, right? Yes. Yeah. Mm. And it, it's right. um, the the things that don't really, you know, stand out unless you've really like read the comics or gotten into a lot of the other 
you know, Turtles franchise, like April's Junk Shop, you know, Casey being a mechanic with Donnie on the farm, because the two of them constantly build build engines together and repair old vehicles in Casey's machine shop. He's got a he's a mechanic by, you know, for a career in the comics and, you know, Vernon Fenwick shows up for five seconds in in the movie, which is hilarious because in the cartoon, that's April's cameraman who's constantly following her around. Oh, you're talking about the guy that goes, April, gee, like that dude who's got that freaking like (laughs) lovey. He's he's in the movie for all of like five seconds. Okay, let's save that for the cartoon one. I I can go on for 30 minutes about Vernon. I'm just like all these little things that are in the movie that you don't, that we don't catch unless you've seen some of the other franchises, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, but as far as the movie goes, I thought probably the, aside from Jim Henson, the best thing they did was the Japanese characters, although they, they dub over some of the lines, are played by Japanese actors with one, I only saw one name that did not appear Japanese, and that could be wrong because I'm not an expert, but I looked them up, they're actual Japanese actors. Oh, and like Hamato Yoshi US, and and uh, and yeah. Uh, so Yoshi, Orokosaki, um, those two, and, and two or three others. The right hand dude to Shredder, probably. Yeah, that. yeah. Those guys are played by Japanese men, as opposed to randomly grabbing just some random Asian actor. They actually got Japanese actors for the part, and I'm like, oh. that's huge for the U.S. in the 1990. That was amazing. Yeah, they beat Ghost in the Shell just that's like cool. that. Just. Smacked into right? the ground. Yeah. <laughs> Did we hire an? It, we, we hired a Chinese woman, but we had like four other Japanese men. We did a pretty good job. <laughs> wow, that's the that's the sequel to the space race that no one well, mm. really wanted to see happen. Uh, you and I were talking as well, Mika, about how April and Casey their their relationship. How uh, I was always a bigger fan of the April that was in Secret of the Ooze when I was a kid. Uh, I don't know why. I, I think she just seemed more fun. I don't know. Like this one seemed like more. She's a different actress. No, it's mean. a different actor. Uh, but I've always loved Casey, even though he's not in the second one, which is a bummer. But um, maybe talk a little bit about, you know, what you thought about their representation in the movie. Yeah. Um, I used to feel the same way. I used to like the uh, second April more. But again, seeing this as an adult, I think I found this new appreciation for the first movie like even with the the whole chemistry between april and casey jones and um like when i was a kid i used to hate seeing the adults on the screen because i always just wanted to see the turtles fighting but as an adult i really got into like their little their bickering back and forth and then bloomed into like this you know weird romance at the end where they do the super awkward kiss and (laughs) but it was i really appreciated a lot more than i used to um, as a kid, and I would say now that I would prefer the first April over the uh, the second. Me too. She's got more character depth. Yeah, I dig it. Uh, okay, now I have a question. Oh, go ahead. Cool. Uh, I I want to talk about the criminal enterprise that is the foot, and like, are they just stealing random junk? <laughs> like, are they just going around yeah. stealing Amazon packages, basically, and? building this yes. kid base out of it because that's the most yes. wholesome villain like <laughs> like gang idea i can imagine like the most wholesome <laughs> gang yeah. idea i've ever heard of right? i love this this is right 
but like but like i want to call the episode that yeah (laughs) (laughs) But, but like it's just like kids like stealing little things here and there and like <laughs> the, is that the shredder's big plan in the end just to like steal yeah. steal a bunch of electronics make some money gives these kids a home teach them karate build up a little yeah. like a, a group of people that can go out it, and steal things a la ninja and like you build an army through this kind of weird loyalty thing and then the next thing you know yeah. The Yakuza slash Mafia or whatever ain't got nothing on you. You got yeah. control of everything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, that's amazing. And really also, like, I love how it's such a down-to-earth, like, villain scheme. It's so simple yet brilliant. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's no secret epic sinister underlying plan. Mm-hmm. It's cool. They're not, like, dealing drugs or anything like that. They are mm-hmm. going around stealing VCRs. Yeah. <laughs> Smoking cigarettes and stealing VCRs, just yeah. like when I was 15. Yeah. Hey, Wait, what? Here, have some cigarettes to the kids instead of, <laughs> yeah, over there's the crack, and next to yeah. that's the cocaine. Mm-hmm. and yeah, Weapons, no. no weapons or guns or anything like that. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. just wholesome poker. <laughs> Yeah. Poker playing and cigar smoking and Coca-Cola cans. Yeah. Just about so Pepsi pop. or some shit. Yeah. Pepsi and dominoes yeah. all over some the movie. Some wholesome purse snatching. That's all. Man, I'm so fucking hungry right now for some pizza and Coke and a cigar. Right? and God. Can we just do that right now? The virtual poker game. And get some Ooh. pizza pizza party. Sounds good. Uh, Gosh, haven't played poker in so long. I'd be so down. So okay, so so you want to talk about the middle here, Mika? You got some thoughts here on the farm. The farm. They, they at some point that April's home gets caught on fire. Wrath uh, is almost dead. They say, "Oh, is he dead? Alive?" And he's like, "Yeah, barely." And you're like, "Oh shit!" And then, uh, especially if you're a little kid in the '90s, you're like, "Oh fuck, Wrath's gonna die." And then, uh, and they take him and they get in a play. And, and Casey and April and a whole gang go and they take a vacation off to April's farmhouse. Yeah. That's the middle of the movie. Yeah. Um, again, something I, I didn't appreciate as a child, but seeing it now, uh, there's so much like character development uh, at the farm, like between, you know, April and Casey and then the brothers and what they're going through and then the training uh, and then their little weird like <clears throat> uh, meeting with Master Splinter over the campfire. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Meditative awesomeness. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I wish I could communicate with like my grandpa that way or something. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, Allied force style uh, hologram. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Force yeah. ghost. <laughs> yeah. I will say though that even as an adult watching this last week with you, Maximus, after Master Splinter disappeared from the fire and the turtles are all like balling, I got a little chokes up during that part. It was yeah. sad seeing the turtles like all water eyed. <laughs> yeah. Because they, they missed their dad. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's basically like their dad, right? Pretty much, yeah. Mm-hmm. Can we just say? Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. he's their master, yeah. but he's he's their dad. Yeah. <laughs> they call him really... dad in a few of the other shows. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in the Michael Bay version, which I don't really like, they actually do call him dad, which I, I don't want to hear them call him it. dad. <laughs> you liked it or you didn't? I did like it. Yeah, it was sweet. Aw. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that part, I, I did get a little like, I was like, aw. Like, because well okay have you noticed this uh as as parents us here i'm a parent uh michaela your parent yep uh jen giggles your parent 
Yep. When I was a kid, I'd be like, ah, get past this mushy bullshit. <laughs> and then I became a parent and anything to do with kids and adults, like, and their kids. <laughs> I am yes. a mush fucking mountain. Yep. It is a pathetic. Yep. It, it made me, it freaking, I mean, you were talking about getting your, or, your orky or whatever the fuck, orca, whale removal, uh, testicle <laughs> removal earlier, Jen. God, having a kid was my orky. I got rid of my testicles <laughs> right there. <laughs> I pretty much gave my testicles to my ex-wife and just let her keep them. So. Oh, yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah I mean, trophies. that's a perfectly acceptable option. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, we'll have to hatch a plan and, and Ninja Turtle our way to, to capture him back at some point. But that's a story for another time. Uh, Forrest Gump meets Mika's testicles. Uh, now, um, go ahead. I was going to say, there's also a subplot with a character named Danny and his dad. Yes. And he's a kid who is a troublemaker and he ends up joining the foot and that posse. And I also didn't realize until after being a parent, their relationship, their, their whole little meeting, their rendezvous at the end of the, the movie when they meet up and because the son disappears for a few days and then the dad's like super worried and then he sees his kid and he hugs him and it was yeah. really sweet. Like I, I yeah. got that scene now. Like now it makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hell yeah. He's like, yeah, because he actually mentions he's like, he's like, he ran away from home and it had been like days. Yeah. And when he said that, when I was a kid, I was like, eh, it literally meant 0% of nothing to me. Like, it was fucking, wait, 100% of nothing? Is 0% of nothing something? It's a great question. Uh, well, anyway, it meant, so, it meant, it didn't mean anything to me. That's the proper way to be. And now that I'm an adult, I was like, He's been gone for three days. If my teenage son left for three days, I'd be shitting bricks. I'd be fucking, yep. I'd be out on the streets. Like, I, I, it'd be like one of those like old, old school movies where like, you know, you bring the whole neighborhood together and you'd have like some dogs and shit and like flashlights and you'd be like hunting out in the woods, even though there are no woods over here. We'd find some woods and we'd go like, hey, son, hello. And we'd be looking. We'd have a vigil. It'd be crazy. <laughs> and so, well, yeah, when he says at the end, when he goes in, like, he's like, he's like, I've been so worried about you. I've had like the whole, police department looking for you and stuff and he's like i'm okay dad and i'm like oh that dad is so sweet like he just cares about his kid Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah i think that was handled really well i really with with the turtles crying after the meditation i was really struggling between like feeling something for the turtles and just like admiring the work of having like these costume turtles cry and just how amazing it was to to watch costume turtles cry. There's something so surreal about that that really like touched me. Leave it to the Jim Henson company though. I mean the best puppetry and work of all time. No, no contest. Uh, I, I do agree with what you said. Uh, the farm part was always my least favorite part of the movie, Mika, when I was a kid. It was like, God, when can we get to the part where they're like, we're ready to go back? And then mm-hmm. they have that whole end game scene. But now that I'm an adult, I do like all the little dialogue bits and like Mikey walking in and being like, grabs like turtle wax and makes a joke. And yeah. <laughs> like they're just, but, but you can tell like they're just kind of, trying to keep their spirits up and get the car back and Donatello and Casey have, you know, a little relationship getting the 
the truck work in and yeah um, i actually thought it actually was... was probably one of my favorite parts of the movie now. yeah it's really yeah. good i oh, love yeah. the scene where casey jones is chopping carrots with a katana yeah <laughs> yes so good yes, yes. <laughs> that was legit but he's chopping them perfectly yeah he's like professional yeah. chef level <laughs> chopping i'm like you're supposed to be a mechanic dude that's amazing yeah. <laughs> oh, casey jones is a badass yeah yes he is <laughs> i love how this kind of section ends with like not like I, I was expecting for like ninjas to come and like push them out or something or something really big to happen but it came from like an internal realization more of like the turtles like paying attention to themselves and being more mindful and like right. I thought that's such like a nice way to be like okay now we're ready rather than like something pushing them off again and like Oh, some like plot bulldozer, like, okay, on to the next thing now, because we got to get to the next scene. Instead, it was like, no, like, they've grown as people, as turtles, and now they're ready to take things on. And that is seriously lacking in a lot of shows and a lot of movies. And so that was just really nice and a yeah. good way of handling that, that kind of plot. Hmm. And and it's all narrated as if it's in April's notebook, just like the comic books were. Like to the Archie comic series, I remember it's always April's diary is what's is how she how the the text boxes that describe things, instead of being like you know, Deadpool's third voice or fourth voice or whatever, or you know Spider Man's thought bubble up here as he talks to the stuff. It's April's diary, and that's how they narrated the random bits between wow. scenes of the of that. And, and I thought that was a really cool method of doing it. Mm-hmm. I did not appreciate that when I was a child. So either, I didn't. I but didn't, I really appreciate it now. I didn't know that aspect that you just said uh, about that, but it actually totally reminds me of of again the farmhouse when she's drawing yeah. those pictures. That that was. That was the best, yeah. Yeah, like, you added she's a lot of sketching and narrating that. everything as her diary. That's yeah. amazing. Yeah, that's a really cool. And way those to drawings are fucking that. good. Mm-hmm. I they love are. Those yeah. <laughs> I also, I also like the details of showing like when she draws like Leonardo, like you can see different positions of the leg that she was thinking about taking it, but mm-hmm. then she like you yeah. see some of the sketches and stuff. Like I, just that attention to detail. Like the, this movie, yeah, very much like like is about the details, and I think. Even down to the details, they got it right, and mm. I, I appreciate that. I uh, I looked up some of the behind-the-scenes stuff for this movie, and mm-hmm. in the movie, they actually showed a Raphael sketch, a uh, Donatello sketch, and a Leonardo sketch, but there's actually like a hidden Michelangelo sketch, and there's like a backstory to it that I didn't even know about. But I didn't, I didn't see the whole thing, but there is actually, they did make a Michelangelo sketch for the movie, but they never used it. That sounds cool. Yeah. Uh, well, that's something to look up. There you go. You learn something new every day yeah. on We Happen to Be Trans, a pop culture podcast. Well, maybe not every day, maybe <laughs> once every week or two, depending on when I have time to edit it. But, you know, if you listen to older episodes, maybe you forgot some shit in there. Maybe you can listen to it again, and then you'll learn something new that day or relearn something that you forgot. Uh, we Happen to Be Trans, a pop culture podcast for every day of the week. Uh, listen to it with your kids. Listen to it. Well, maybe not. I mean, uh, <laughs> We're out here to tell you what to do. Uh, well, I mean, Vic- Victoria, you saying the details and how the movie's all about the details. Mm-hmm. It, it brings me to one of the things that was the the that always 
that always sat poorly with me and still does with about the movie. It's that Splinter is a mess of Buddhist sayings, like Zen and Buddhist sayings that are like cobbled together and not quite complete. And when you say the details and you think about the fact that Splinter is supposed to be a rat who's only kind of understanding what he was hearing, that makes a little more sense now as to why they would do that Hmm. and, and how they could put that in there as a way to show that Splinter was not quite as wise as he's supposed to be. Yeah. <laughs> or or they fucked up and were able to do some mental gymnastics to make it work. Either way. Yeah. Maybe. Either way. Turn it into details uh, and you're good. By the way, I discovered Turn it into something positive. <laughs> I discovered a subreddit dedicated to shitty movie details and it's hilarious and I highly recommend it. <laughs> it's just great for right. things like this where it was like, yeah, then doesn't really make sense but we can make it make sense this way or just like it, anyways it's hilarious <laughs> so should we move into end game hmm. are we ready yeah. yes no, no we're not ready for end game i do not want to see tony die again spoilers i haven't even seen it jen jeez who's tony yeah. oh oh Ooh. Tony Danza. What the fuck, Jen? <laughs> no, I know. I already knew. I'm just messing with you. If, you're, if never... you don't know and you're watching a pop culture podcast, yeah. or listening to one, I should say, <laughs> why are we... What if you haven't seen it, but you're hosting and created a pop culture podcast? Oops. Uh, definitely not me. Uh, I, I would never do such a thing. Now, let's move on to the end part of the, sh- of the movie. Uh, yeah, if I may. Yeah, for the end game. So the movie is pretty much in three different parts. The beginning of the movie is kind of character introductions. You get to meet everybody. Middle of the movie, they're at the farm, and that's character growth and development. And the third part of the movie, the last part, is all about ass-kicking Ninja Turtle fighting. And it is super, super cool. Yeah. Can I say ass? I'm so sorry. Oh, Oh, don't worry about uh, it. Shit, what the fuck? Yeah. (laughs) I mean, you can't say Mika. Yeah. <laughs> you can't bitch ass the the ass and the bitch on this show. <laughs> you just bitch butt the butt bitch on this show. That's all you can do. Uh, I'll be butting bitches all day. Now, uh, they go back to New York, and yeah, everything goes wonky donkey. They is that a thing? Well, it is now. Uh, they start fighting the Foot Clan. They so they're they're basically fighting teenagers. In suits, but they are teenagers themselves, so it's okay. Uh, <laughs> and they they fight them on the roof. They fight them on the streets. It's getting shit's getting rough. And they clear them out. Uh, Casey Jones and and that kid Danny that you mentioned, Mika, Mika, go and and rescue Master Splinter, who's captured at some point. And basically, the turtles get rid of the foot enough that Shredder has to come down, and and Oroko Saki himself comes down as a Shredder. And let me just say, once the Foot Clan is all wiped out and the Turtles did their thing, there's a reveal when Shredder reveals himself to the Turtles for the first time. That is fucking cool. I don't care what age you are. I don't care what gender you are. I don't give a fuck about whatever. Purple sequined battle suits are amazing. If you've never seen the Turtles or you've seen everything with the Turtles, that scene is the shit. It is really cool. When he comes, it's all slow mo that he comes down, and it's just got this like doom doom, and you're like, whoa! <laughs> and he comes down, 
And like they're all kind of making jokes, like, what the hell? Oh man, he's a can opener and all this shit. And then and then <laughs> they go to fight him one by one and then all together and they can't do they can't beat him. Like they can't get him. Well, when Shredder first appears, it's so cool because when they're fighting the foot the whole time, like in the sewers and in the streets, there's like this fun music and they're having fun right. with it and they're like cracking jokes they're and just stuff. Kicking butt mm. and everything's going right. Yeah. And then all of a sudden they're on this roof and then Shredder shows up and the music changes and it gets like really dark and close ups and it's like it's about to go down and it's really awesome. <laughs> yes. And they can't they can't match wits with them. They can't go toe to toe. Even all four of them like and there's a there's a part in the battle where where um he's gonna he's got the is it the sword or his he he's got a blade up to spear. He's wearing his he's spear. wielding a bladed he spear. He has a spear, that's what it is. Okay, he's got <clears throat> there's a part where he's got a spear up to the neck of uh of is it raf uh leonardo leonardo okay he's got a spear up to wow uh have i seen that have you seen the movie victoria <laughs> we just saw it a week ago yeah. <laughs> okay he's got a thing up to something and then it ends no yeah. he's got a his spear shredder's got a spear up to leonardo's neck and he is like give me your weapons you know basically and convinces the turtles to give up their weapons which you know i'm like why doesn't he just kill him but then he used it as a ploy to say give me your weapons and then he's like i'm gonna kill him anyway and now i've got your weapons you're idiots like you could have maybe defeated me like he says you could have defeated me maybe all three of you but well i actually love in movies when the good guys well i like when they win of course but i like when they have a, a hard time getting there because they basically mm-hmm. got their asses kicked by shredder they on got the roof, their asses and i love them. seeing stuff mm-hmm. like that mm-hmm. and that's yeah. when yeah. uh you said like leonardo got trapped underneath the spear there's also something very like wholesome about good characters falling for obviously stupid traps just because they're good people and they're like yeah i trust this guy to hold up his end of the bargain when clearly the villain is just like oh you sweet souls sweet innocent souls not jaded by this cruel world (laughs) you sweet summer child yes exactly (laughs) right and so mm-hmm. they would have, they they had no chance. They lost. Except, they basically lost mm-hmm. the shredder. Yeah, and, yep. but then, but because Casey and Danny rescued Master Splinter, they they see that they still do need his help. Ultimately, still, um, and that's okay. I mean, he's he's amazing. But he shows up, and basically, there's a big dialogue where he's like, "Yeah, I'm the rat that scratched your face," and Shredder, rather than Shredder going like what the fuck? And he just goes like, well, I'm going to finish the job I started by cutting off, you know, like I cut off your ear. Now I'm going to cut the rest of you up. And I just beat the shit out of four talking turtles. Of course you're the rat that scratched my face. Yeah. yeah. I'm just going to roll with yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> maybe at this point, maybe there was like a, 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 a thrown out scene where Shredder was just, just basically like, he's trying to pinch himself. Like, okay, this is a dream. This must be a dream. Yeah. Like, am I high off my ass? Like, what the hell? And he's just like, ah, fuck it. I'm just gonna, gonna roll with this. Like, maybe I'm dead. Who knows? But there's, there's turtles and there's this and that. He went from anger mm-hmm. and through all the seven, you know, points of grief or whatever the hell he's at acceptance. Uh, but he comes at, at Splinter with his, sh- with his spear and Splinter grabs uh michelangelo's nunchucks that were that were thrown to the side and does a move that's not really (laughs) shown super well and doesn't necessarily look like maybe it's the greatest move in in the history of action movies 
<laughs> I don't know what you ladies think. Yeah, I kind of had an issue with this whole defeat of Shredder because, mm-hmm. <laughs> first of all, Shredder is like this yeah. master in jiu-jitsu or something like that, right? I don't think he would just charge and shout at his enemy. He just no, he goes, ah. the, yeah, <laughs> do yeah, do the, the, the move makes sense. I I have literally learned how to do that move in real life. It makes oh. sense. The fact that Shredder fell for it, however, does not. <laughs> Because mm-hmm. it's mm. not that hard of a move. <laughs> yeah. You're saying you're saying oh you're saying that Splinter's move makes sense, not the mm-hmm. not Shredder's running. Right. Yeah. Splinter's ability to to turn it around and throw Shredder the way he the way he did and wind up yeah put him off the side of the roof. Total sense. But Shredder Shred- just going things that like, don't make Rah! sense. Shredder charging and Splinter being strong enough to hold Shredder up. Mm, yeah. Also, Jen, did you just subtly drop that you're a ninja master and you never told us? I have I have earned my sh- uh, showdown in Aikido. Cool. Oh, cool. G i g g l e power. You can be your splinter. G i g g l e power. Uh huh. You did it. Things I don't talk about because they happened so long ago that there's no point. So Master Splinter kind of dodges this attack from Shredder and. Wraps his nunchucks around his spear, and Shredder is hanging off the top of the roof by Splinter, holding him by the nunchucks, right? Then all of a sudden, Shredder pulls out a dagger and throws it at Master Splinter. He catches the dagger, but lets lets go of the nunchucks, so Shredder flies down and lands in a garbage truck. That Casey intentionally backed into things. And that's when this movie gets super freaking dark. So, <laughs> Casey yeah. Jones is a badass. Yeah, Casey Jones straight up murders this guy who landed in a trash truck. He just like, oops, and then he turns on the trash compactor and he gets smashed. He's a straight up murderer. Yeah. He totally is, you see. And you see this thing come down and you see Shredder's helmet get crunched like the trash, like a, like a freaking tuna can in a trash compactor. Holy yeah. fucking shit. Like, that's not just a murder. That's a Hitman-style quick move. <laughs> or quick it, it is. Quick it, time I, event. I told my son about that part uh, uh, the other day. And I'm like, yeah. And then, and then the guy uh, who takes the trash can, you know, trash mobile, and goes, uh, oops, and crushes him. And my son goes, he says, oops, and crushes him? <laughs> and he was just like, whoa. Like, even my son was like, that's dark as shit. Yeah. It is dark. And he does it in front of all the, the kid foot clans that are there watching. And then the police are, like, right there. Like, he just, he murders them. <laughs> that gives this movie such, like, this movie already had some, like, balls. But that mm-hmm. gives this movie, it's like, wow, kids. It's like, it's like, hey, you better fucking grow up. You've been watching this silly-ass cartoon? You better grow up and fucking fast, because the world's rough out there. And sometimes, God, you just need to kill a motherfucker in the trash can. Casey Jones I mean, definitely has some issues, because in the beginning, when he meets Raphael, he beats up these kids, and he is about to beat them probably to death, just because they stole an old lady's purse. Yeah. yeah. Casey has major anger management issues. He definitely does. <laughs> Even yeah. in the cartoon as well, he's got he's he's always like, vigilante scum like he's got he's just always like so freaking rigid and he, crazy like he's about to snap mm-hmm. he's a weird version of the punisher around just new york city Ooh, 
Ooh, I Whoa. like that comparison. Yeah. I dig it. Team up. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the Punisher and Casey Jones. Oh, yeah, that'd be awesome. <laughs> I want to see that crossover and yeah. Forrest Gump. Uh, okay, so... Uh, all right, and then and then April and Casey end up together. The turtles. Oh, and then uh, there's the whole thing where you know Splinter. They're like, oh, radical, bodacious, and then they come in with the word cowabunga, and our Splinter comes up and he's like cowabunga, and then he's like, oh, I joked around, whatever, ha ha ha, and then the movie ends. Cowabunga then, is like the famous catchphrase made popular by the '80s cartoon, and they didn't say it throughout this whole movie. And so at the end, yeah, like you said, they're they're kind of like pitching ideas for jokes off each other or, or like one-liners to say to kind of end their battle and then Master Splinter suggests Cowabunga and then they finally all say it and they clap hands and it's really, really touching. It is cool. <laughs> I I mean, that is very much like like when you're with family or fr- friends. I mean, they're all friends. Mm-hmm. They're, they're, they're brothers, but they're totally like they hang out together and stuff. They train yeah. together. Like they're very close and they're very like chummy. That's very realistic of a friendship where where like okay even you and i mika like we you know i came up to you and i'm like we need a like like you know there's a whole bromance thing but what is that equivalent for for a girl Mm -hmm. you know for like and we're like homance this and that and then finally it was like breasties and that's totally what that's like where you're you're like you could you can go on Mm -hmm. and on and throughout the movie there's another time where they're like where they say some words together like you know tubular or whatever like Mm -hmm. or they're like and donnie always struggles Mm -hmm. yeah uh-huh and it's fun like it it's totally it's super cute and then they finally land on that and splinter comes up with it and you're like they're like oh yeah that's our thing <laughs> and it's just really like it's it's a special like moment and this movie really does a good job with with nailing those like oh that's how cowabunga was created oh that's how mm-hmm. things that the cartoon doesn't really get into it's just already there yeah and I just like, like friend memes happen in real life which I, I love. I love seeing little friend memes come up, little inside jokes. They're so fun, and you get to watch it happen. Yeah. I, I love that can opener joke. He never needs to look for a can opener. It was <laughs> like that, that got me. Um, I enjoyed when they're like wow, fighting. Speaking and, of wholesome. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> when they were fighting, well, and one of them was like throwing out different jokes, and the other, I think it was Leo, was like, nah, not that one. No, not feeling that. Oh yeah, that's the one. Yes. It was like, yep. oh, right. that's adorable. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I want friends that'll do that with me as we beat up teenagers. Too, yeah, too, too cliched. Too this. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, so that's the first Turtles movie. Uh, yeah. I, I don't know if I have anything more to say about it. It's, do any of you ladies have another thing to say about the this movie in particular? Um, no, it was good. I think it still holds up. Good stuff. A, A plus. Well, this is a fun episode of We Happen to Be Trans, a pop culture podcast. <laughs> Take care, everybody. Goodbye, Mika. Bye. Bye. Thank you, you for having me. <laughs> oh, you're welcome. Oh, yay. Oh. <laughs>